following takes place between 8 a.m. and 9 a.m. Hammer time! Are you a homeowner who is dangerous with tools? Do you start a project and never finish it? Because no. frustration sets in. Do you think maybe you should have called a professional? Break it down! Well, look no further. Image Home Improvement is now live from the Star Worldwide Networks Tower. And now, remodeling contractor, TV personality, and your host for Image Home Improvement, Steve Dubell. Yes, it's Saturday again, and I got to tell you, boy, it is really good to be back here. I got to tell you, last week was just one of those days, you know, Dan. And Dan, Dan is actually in studio today. Yes, Dan got here today. I don't know. I guess he got, he got the people over on the west side to bring him over to the studio, so he's doing much better. Great to see you here amongst the living here. Yeah, just about. Not, not on a flat screen. No, not on a flat screen. <laughs> no Skype. No Skyped in, none of that other stuff. Yeah, it's 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 actually nice to be able to wobble in here and enjoy <laughs> that, harassing you. There you go. <laughs> and, you know, but last week, you know, for all our listeners, you know, and I apologize, we had to do a best of show last week because the, yours truly was like down for the count. Woof, woof. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was just really bad. You know, when you get some of those 48-hour flu bugs, it's just it just kicked my butt, and it was just no way. And, you know... Blade, I call Blade up, and Blade's like, stay home. We don't want to get sick. So, Blade, how you doing, buddy? I was just thinking the other day how... Uh, how quiet it was last Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually thinking. You, no, do you realize, that, okay, twenty what five years of Star Worldwide Networks here with three, four different name changes, as you know. And yes. It, it, it occurred to me, who did the very first show ever on the Star Worldwide Networks? Dave Pratt. That doesn't count. Oh, no. he doesn't count? Okay. I did. Just because, that's right. Image I did. Home Improvement. Yeah, that was us. We Home improvement. improvement Live. You yeah, got we, it. We walked in, sat down, and just t- tore a new one. And we just, yeah, actually, you know, and, you know, we had a great comp- compliment from Dave Pratt, you know, because we came over from that uh, terrestrial radio station. <laughs> and um, it was the very first one. It was just like he said that we never, um, we never skipped a beat. That's right. That's right. Because when you've got that chemistry going, I mean, that's what makes the show great. And that's oh, why that's we've been here for a while. Called. Yeah, it's called chemistry, Dan. You know, I can't believe you live this long, but go ahead. You know, but anyway, so it's supposed to be toxic, I think. So yeah, so we've got you know this is our this is our organizing New Year's resolution month where we're highlighting a lot of different things, and you know, um, one of the things that we also want to be able to do when you're thinking about when. Um, our first show two weeks ago when we had Kevin Fulkerson from Cornerstone Design on, we were talking about planning your next remodel and what you need to do from a plan standpoint, okay, so that you have the plans. But then, obviously, what's going to be in the plans? And we've got one of our one of our expert designers here with us. Uh, today, we're going to make sure that we want to give you the greatest information here. Janice Brewster is here. She is the owner of First Impression Interiors, as well as... You know, we've got, you know, we always like to bring celebrities and prom- predominant people on the show here. And we have another great person here today who's going to actually, she's the author. Are you ready for this, Dan? Okay. <laughs> author of the Garage Sales Guide to Making Money. How many people do you know try to make money when they have garage sales and then they just, they drag their stuff out of the garage. And then at the end of the day, they probably put most of it back in because they, they think, well, if I, you know, if I put it out, they will come. Well, that's not always the way that it always happens. There has to be some kind of strategy here if you want to empty out your garage. Because if I'm coming to, to start painting, especially do your garage or do any kind of remodel, 
your garage better be clean. Otherwise, you're going to be in deep trouble. But what about that house that down the block or somewhere in the neighborhood that's always having a garage sale? Uh, What's up with that? It's the perpetual garage sale. <laughs> the perpetual sale. garage sale. You know it's, what? They're going to have to get a business permit for that pretty right. soon. I know. I know. Well, <laughs> Linda, ha- Linda Hammett is here with us, and we're going to be talking with her about the um, getting the garage, actually getting it cleaned out, making some money at the same time, too, as well as what we're going to be talking about, how that relates to your design work and what you're planning on doing because you just can't automatically say, okay, you come over and, you know, I want to do a kitchen remodel. But there's so many things, not just kitchen, but your whole house. If you're going to move walls and stuff like that, Janice is an expert in doing that and actually seeing the vision. So we're going to be talking with her in a little bit. But, uh, you know, we also want to say uh, a give a great shout-out to our great new sponsor, uh, Summit Funding. And uh, we've got some great things for you. If you are looking for your home alone to be refied, or even if you're buying a new home, make sure you give Summit Funding a call. You can get them on the uh, find them on the web at summitfunding.net, or give them a call at eight five five two three four seven five six one. And you can always go to the Image Home Improvement Show website. And we have all the information there. And if you'd like to be part of the show, if you maybe have a question today about organizing or you'd like to know more about planning your next dream model and speak with Janice, you could give us a call at 480-421-0640, 480-421-0640, and Blade will get you online and we will get your answer, your question to your to your answer. How's that sound, Dan? I mean, it sounds great. I, thought, I knew that you'd miss yeah. that. I, I, I'd hear answer to your question. Mm. See that? I snuck that one in to see if you were paying attention today. Uh, something else I was checking on, uh, because uh, the garage sale gal, she's the, she is on Amazon, you name it. It's been, her book is everywhere. Am I permitted if, to talk? Yes, right now? yes, oh, you can. Okay. Linda, I, well, I didn't know if I could. I was yes. doing research. I was like, <laughs> Linda Hammond. Wow. Good morning. And well, I want to say hi to Janice too, because we don't want to leave her out. Good morning, Good morning, ladies. Good morning. You know, it's you know, always you know who was it? I was telling telling Dave the other day. I said like you know, oh no, Blade, you said this a couple of weeks ago. You know, always she says, how come all the guests that you bring in are always very attractive? <laughs> all right how are you this morning i'm good and i just want people to know that they can call in and ask me questions too anything they have about garage sales that'd be great that would be great because you know that's one thing you know before we get started talking about laying out the new plan for your you know for your home for your remodel but how did you get involved linda with you know being becoming an expert on garage sales. <laughs> Did you have one yourself and, and, and it was a trial and error or what? Do you want the whole story right now? Well, how, how about the Digest version? Well, how about a little piece of it now? We'll work okay. through it during the show. All right. Um, the abbreviated version is I had been in a former life a television news anchor. And then one day my boss said something to me and I knew I could never go back there. Ooh, oh, that, one of those that, moments. That must have not been. Must yeah, have been he said, nice. you're fired. Oh, no. <laughs> so I, I could not go oh. back there. Um, <laughs> it, yeah. I love um, that. That was good. <laughs> yeah. And my husband, who was a news director at a television station, uh, lost his job when he got a uh, new general manager. And 
I thought, well, what are we going to do until we get another job in TV? Well, what we decided to do was we applied for jobs at stores, grocery stores, department stores. Nobody would hire us. And eventually we just said, you know, let's go to garage sales and sell stuff online. And we did. We made our house payment and utility bills three months in a row doing that. Wow. That's and, pretty impressive. Yeah. And uh, a few more changes since then, but boom, I started my website, garagesalegal.com, where people can list and look for garage sales online. I wrote my book, Garage Sale Gals, garage sale Gals Guide to Making Money Off Your Stuff. And then I wrote a column for the Arizona Republic for 10 years. And now I combine my garage selling and my TV news expertise, and I appear as the garage sale gal on TV and fabulous radio stations like this one. See that? <laughs> Just, well, thanks for the kudos. <laughs> but no, this is, I mean, that's really a good story because you think about it, how how life changes. I mean, you know, we've all had some kind of change in our lives where we've had to take a different direction and it just seems like that other door closed and now you've got this going for you and obviously you become an expert in your field and that's what we'd like to have on the show. Experts in all different fields that are home related. But, you know, like I see a lot too, you know, people, sometimes I don't think they, you know, they, there's that fine line of whether, you know, you're saving too much or become the, the H word, you know, the hoarder, hoarder, or, you know, you're just, just like to go buy stuff. You know, there was one, who was it? This one lady I was, I heard the, um, oh, I was watching the show the other day on television where the homeowner actually, um, would go out and go shopping at all the garage sales, but then she'd bring them home and they were like stored dolls. So she had a doll collection. She just kept buying dolls, one after another, from this garage sale, this garage sale. Before you know it, you know, her whole house was completely stuffed with dolls. I mean, you know, and she was a doll hoarder. That's creepy. I mean, it was not good for it, me. You know, it was really strange. Eyes looking at I mean, you know, if Janice had to feed him and everything. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if Janice had to come in and do something like you know, like do a remodel, you know, if you can't see the walls, how are you going to do? Exactly. What, what, what yeah. are you going to do? You got to clear it out. You got to have a garage sale and hope gonna... that one of them's worth a million dollars. Well, the problem is that she didn't want to let because she thought they were all so valuable. Mm-hmm. But she had to have somebody come in and actually go through each and every one and. Decide on which one. Okay, this one we could keep. This one's for sale. This one's valuable. This one we're going to throw away. She just couldn't because I kept looking back at her with that look. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, that look that when she bought them, like, here, buy me, buy me. You know, it's just it's just amazing. You know, but. Um, you could build a guest house for the dolls. I, that's a great idea. Yeah. Sounds like a lead, lead for me. A guest doll <laughs> Sounds like the start of a horror movie. Yeah. The, the, the doll house. <laughs> we got to get some, Blade will get some music going for us there. We'll it, it is out. an addictive habit though. Garage sales are. Yeah. They really are. Well, you know, seriously, you know, so if, if somebody has been um, moving towards that and they decide that Okay, something must motivate them. Thank God that they decided to have a garage sale. You know, one thing that is interesting, though, with garage sales, you know, you, you see them last couple of years where, you know, entire HOAs decide that they're going to have one massive garage sale and everybody's going to have stuff and everybody's going to be have their garage doors open, which is probably against the regulations, you know, that they talk <laughs> yeah, about. But anyway, it's a special day. But everybody sells it and they get more traction because more people – 
or sell. It's just not like one house here, one house yeah, there. They, and you could go from house to house looking for neat stuff. You can. It's better for the buyer at a neighborhood sale like that, but it's not as good for the seller because of the competition. Oh, that's because true. people will stop at your garage sale and eh, they'll see a chair and they'll think, you know what, there might be a better one for a better price at the next sale. Right. So yeah, they're going to hold off. I'll it's take the much, bicycle with the inflated tires, not the deflated tires. <laughs> it's, it's much better to have a garage sale if you're the only game in town. So if you're like the only garage sale, if you come to a street corner and there's five garage sale signs, that would be probably a Saturday, and they're pointing in all different directions, chances are I'm going to go to one of those sales, and then that's going to point me in another direction. Now let's say it's a Friday and there's one garage sale sign. I'm going to go to that one garage sale. Right. So you're going to get more people at your garage sale. If you can have it alone or on a Friday, you're going to also get the on the way to work and on the way to cra- on the way to school crowd on a Friday, especially That's if true. you open early enough. And these people who say, I don't want an early bird. Come on, give me a break. One day out of the year, get up early and <laughs> open up shop because you will get the on the way to work and on the way to school crowd. So open up early. Just one day out of that 365, be a morning person. Right. It's yeah, worth you'd be it. surprised who walks by in the morning. Oh, yeah. People who are on their walks. That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah, out there. They've been looking work. at your house going, I wonder if I could either steal it or have buy it. <laughs> see, the only, see, the only problem, <laughs> see, the only problem like with Blade is because he's always here. He never gets a chance to walk the neighborhood. Well, he could go on Friday. Couldn't he go on Friday? No. 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 <laughs> no. It, it's worth it to take the day off work. Oh, see, there you go. Okay. All right, Call I have in to put... sick. I'm at a garage sale. Uh, I'll right. be in a minute. Get there early. That's All right. All right. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we've got more with Janice and Linda and and Dan, who is uh, officially in the house. All right. We'll be right back. Don't go away. You're listening to Image Home Improvement Live. Thinking about remodeling your kitchen or bathroom? Confused about which company to choose to supply and fabricate your new countertop? Let me make that choice simple for you. Papagno's Marble and Granite, a family-owned business and experts in their field, installing many types of products such as granite, marble, onyx, travertine, silestone, and much, much more. Their personalized service will help make sure that you have the right material choice for your next remodel. Their high-tech fabrication equipment on-site will expedite the delivery and installation of your countertop. Give Papagno's a call today, 480-948-4282, or check them out on the web at papagnos.com. When you buy a car, you want to see that car's history, whether it's new or used. Why should buying a home be any different? DEC Inspections can provide you with the inspection you need to have peace of mind when purchasing your next home. Call today, 602-308-8722. That's 602-308-8722. How many times have you had a plumbing emergency and didn't know who to call? When small problems become big emergencies. You need to call the experts at Curry Plumbing, a family-owned business with 25 years' experience. No job is too small or too large, and the work gets done right the first time, every time. Services include repair and replacement of leaky faucets, broken garbage disposals, water heaters, water softeners, and much more. Curry Plumbing should be your choice for all your plumbing needs. Give them a call today, 623-587-0234. Or check them out on the web, curryplumbing.com. If you live in Arizona, you know two things to be true. 
One, that we are living the hottest days of the summer. And two, if you haven't had your home's cooling system checked this year, you run the risk of having it fail at the hottest time of the year. Hi, I'm Steve Dubell, telling you that the pros at Quality Systems need to be your choice to keep your house cool for the summer. I know I did. With nearly three decades of experience in the industry, Quality Systems' commitment is to provide every customer with the best possible in service. Don't wait. Call the pros at Quality Systems today for all your HVAC needs. 480-945-2665 or visit them on the web at qualitysystemsac.com. This is Tiffany Hunter, host of the Home Hunter Sunday mornings on ABC 15. And you're listening to Image Home Improvement Live on the Double Wide Network. All right, Homer's excited. We're back in the saddle, and it's so good to be back here at the beautiful, palatial Star Worldwide Network Studios. And Dan, you know this. Dan, you know this being back. This must be. This must be like a great homecoming for you. No, it is. When I was walking up, the, when I was hobbling up the ramp, <laughs> <laughs> hobbling up the ramp, it felt good to come back to the. To the beast here. Well, yeah. at least we don't have the farm animals out in the way anymore. Oh my God! Thank you remember God. back in the day with the the animals out there. Yeah, that was before. <laughs> that was even before Blade, I think. Before yes, it the, was. Yeah, they used to have. There used to be a restaurant in this building that was a, you know, uh, an upscale steakhouse, and I don't know. Who did the PR marketing? But they decided that they were going to put like these large uh, farm animals. paper mache st- farm animals outside that were like bigger than life when they needed to be over that's, at the Arizona fairgrounds. Yeah, that's State the size they were. Yeah, they needed to be over there. You know, really. I mean, everybody in the world looked at it like this. These things don't belong here in Scottsdale. Come no. on now, this, it's not good. <laughs> the barnyard didn't work. You no, know, now that would have made for an interesting garage sale piece. Oh no, kidding! Oh my God, like have your neighborhood steer. How would how would, what would you give to have one of those big steers in your front of your lawn? The, the HOA would just go bananas. <laughs> they just throw them away. The heck of the pink flamingos have a big steer. That's oh, no yeah. bull. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. All right. We want to get back to our discussion. You know, we're, we're here with Linda Hammond. She is, obviously, a media personality and author of the, of the Garage Sales Guide, Gal's Guide to Making Money, along with Janice Brewster. She is the owner of First Impression Interiors. And Janice, you know, thinking about... What we were talking about, trying to get some of that stuff sold in the garage sale, you could make some money but uh, on it. But what about getting the plans together and, dis- and figuring out what a person – How when you go into somebody's home, how do you – do they really have an idea of what they really want or are they just looking for you to kind of give them guidance and give them ideas? Because I know you know, when you go in there, you've got a, you've got a lot of different looks that a home could have. Okay, well, that's a really good question. And the thing is, people have an idea. They watch TV shows, and they, you know they've got house, and so they, in their mind, they're, they've got a look. But form follows function, and I need to ask a lot of questions about how you use your space. So if you entertain, that's you're going to have a kitchen that functions for entertaining. If you have more than one cook in a kitchen, then we need to accommodate perhaps two sinks and workstations. It's it's the questions that I ask. And I dig deep, and, and, and I have to listen carefully. And if I don't have all of the answers, it's all about space planning. So 
if you go out to dinner and you you just want a pretty face, you know, in your kitchen, then that's that's a simple deal. But if you have needs and you have you need pantry space, I need to know what does that mean to you, you know. And if you if you're a cook, okay, do you understand that there's slide out uh, um, spice drawers and and how are we going to actually accommodate your needs? Do you want a, a gas stove? Do you want induction? There's many many questions that as a designer I know I have to ask as a homeowner. It's, um, it's sometimes top, overwhelming. It's in the top of your brain. But the question is like, are there special dietary uh, constraints for this home? Absolutely. Are there certain foods that can't be close to other foods? Kosher. What are, kosher. Well, yeah, yeah, kosher. Yeah. And then there's other Hindu foods that can't yes. be associated with each other. And there's a whole gamut of how we treat our foods. You are so right. You know, one of the things Correct. you've got to remember, too, you know, when you go in there and, and I don't think people understand – like like these these questions that we were just talking about, that some people they don't think about those. So that I think one of the things that you do, Janice, is make sure that that so they get the they get the homeowner thinking Absolutely. about how it's going to work and what don't you like about the way that it's that it's Exists. designed now, right. and what would you do? What would you do to make a change? It you know one of the first thing that always comes to my mind is does it function well? Are are is right. everything in the right place? So that you can go in the kitchen, you can cook, you can clean, you can pull stuff out of your refrigerator and make sure that, you know, it is, you don't have to walk halfway across the kitchen to get to the, you know, to get to the, the stove or the range. I mean, those are, those things that, you know, may not have been thought about when the home was built. And when you bought it, you just bought it because it, you know, it still looked good. But now it's time to go back and do it. There's also baby boomers like myself. Yeah. I now look at our kitchen as a whole different disaster. See, that's true. Between having having finally gotten away from the wheelchair, but graduating to having a walking stick with me, and then there's times when I'm just moving around the kitchen because I love to cook. I have to, you know, that triangle or that box that I have to walk all the way around that island doesn't work so well now. And you'd be surprised how age also inputs. How you want to use your kitchen? Yes, it does, and so does if it, for veterans, you know, who are in need of maybe ADA compliance. Somebody's right. got to pay attention to and those. Some needs. of those compliance measurements are off. Let me tell you from personal <laughs> experience. Now, some of those angles and some of those things are just so far off. You actually need the person there to actually measure it up and get it right. I actually uh, am very hands-on. Very, I'm on site. A great deal of the time. I mean, there's a lot of planning involved, and there's a lot of questions. And once the AutoCAD drawings are done and all the uh, questions are answered, all specifications are complete, um, I walk the site with, with the kitchen people who are actually going to be responsible for doing their job correctly. But then I'm on site while it's happening too because um, mistakes can be made. You know. Oh, yeah. so, what, you can't do any of this without a good contractor. You cannot do any. And thank God for Steve. I work with Steve. Thank mm-hmm. God for Steve. I'm telling you, without you might as well not even start the process if you don't work with a licensed, bonded, and insured contractor and someone who has experience. I mean, as well as for the design part, because I have 30 years in this. And I can tell you that uh, as excited as I was the first time I ever did it as a fresh out of school – I did not have the experience or the knowledge that I have today. Makes you cringe to think about what you did, didn't know that you do know now. Well, kind of like when I well, teach home inspectors now, what like I know that. they don't know that <laughs> yeah. they're going into this. But it doesn't even matter all the discussion that I have, all the AutoCAD, all the specifications. If we do not have the right contractor, 
we're yeah. we're gonna we're gonna you know, really that's like the old saying: a house built just by code will not stand; it will fall apart. Yeah. Well, you've got to have the craftsmanship. You've got to have the experience to be able to build a decent home. Everybody likes a pretty face, but really, it is what behind what's behind the walls and, right. and how it's all put together that that counts. I mean, I like the pretty face, but it's it's got to hold up. It's got to have the good bones. It's got to function. But yeah, when you think about it, though, I think that a lot of uh, what someone would need to go actually do and do in their, like, just say, let's say kitchen, for example, you know, because we go in there and do a lot of uh, demos, and now some of the some of the cabinets we're able to use and repurpose through our good sponsor started us building supplies where we actually can go back in there and give it. But a lot of people, like I think the last one we did, most of them we gave away, but then part of the cabinetry and the countertop that I removed and I saved like three out of four pieces of granite actually need to go in the garage. But before that can happen, obviously, you know, the garage needs to be, you need space. And if you have just too much stuff, you know, like our good friend George Carlin used to say, too much stuff, you've got to make space for these things. And then um, I think that sometimes the the brain doesn't work in, in, in a twofold, you know, situation. They say, well, I'll keep this. And then before you know it, they throw it in the garage and then everything gets stacked around mm-hmm. it. And then all of a sudden, you know, Linda's got to come in and say, hey. We need a garage sale. How are you going to be organized? I mean, it just doesn't it doesn't fit. So, and then you find twofers. Oh, two twofers? Yeah, two for so one. You bought one and you forgot where it was yeah. and yeah. then you end up with another one 2 years later. Twofers. Oh, that, you, people do that with tools all the time. They can't find a tool and they just go out and buy, buy another one cuz it's easier to buy one than and try and go through it. the hassle of and, searching for uh, one. Let me tell you something about having a garage sale. It is cathartic and it can free up your heart and it can free up your mind. It really can, freeing up all that space. Um, Of course, I'm not taking my own advice because my garages are (laughs) chalk floral stuff. But uh, Should we um, talk to Kevin about that? Oh, man. (laughs) I cannot tell you how many times he has tried to clean out the garages. And whenever he does, people think we're having a garage sale because he takes everything out and puts it back in again. And, uh, yeah, it's pretty bad. But I I like to say, you know— I had to buy that stuff because it was for a column I was doing, <laughs> you know. Research. Um, that, research. Sounds, yes, that research. sounds like a good excuse. <laughs> well, so. it, it's like, well, I needed, you know, see, that's one thing I have to worry about because, you know, when you do have, when you do have more space out than, than you used to have, like when I built my home and I had a, a detached garage, so I had more space for like a lot of different stuff. You've got to be careful that you don't turn around and I come back with leftover stuff or, you know, stuff that may be able to be reused again and don't just put it in the corner and just say, okay, well, I need it the next time I'm doing something similar. Now, sometimes that works, yeah. but sometimes there are, are months, so maybe before I did the floor, years where stuff would sit and then it was like, oh, I need that or I need this. And it just keeps stacking up. And then I get upset when I need something at the bottom of the pile and then that's time to clean yeah. You know, and it's just, you know, it, it, building materials, I mean, you can't pretty much basically like leftover drywall and, and wood and stuff like that. You just you just can't have a garage sale. Nobody's going to, nobody in my neighborhood any wants used building materials. Hey, you never know. You never, but you know. never know. Why? You never know. You could hit the um, jackpot with a buyer who's looking for supplies. Who's on the way to get some stuff. That's right. That's you right. just <laughs> never know. So, 
No, Never but you see, but, but you know why I, you know why I, I do get rid of it only because I saw a contractor that I came in from behind because the homeowner threw them off the job. And when I went back in, I had to do some demo on the, some of the stuff that he did. He literally gone when he demoed a patio, he demoed the patio and then used old lumber that really was in that great shape because it had been there for 20 years and used and cut it up and tried to use it in building the new structure that he had to put he in. Recycled and he Mickey Mouse did. He spliced he spliced sections of wall together with beams and stuff. Like I'm like, you know, and it was it was just a disaster. I'm like, and then a homeowner got upset because she paid him for new yeah. materials and here he is recycling. Great. Okay, recycled, that's fine. But you know, you gotta give the homeowner what she wants, otherwise they're gonna think that you're you know, you're cheating them. So yeah, it's it's just be, cheap. It should yeah. either be a hundred years old or that's Five right. weeks old, right? Yeah, yeah, otherwise you're being cheap. There you go. <laughs> Can't be cheap with the homeowner. Nope. Just as you our good friend Kevin Neely says, because we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that segment and more right after the break. Don't go away. You know, honey, I'm sure glad we took Steve's advice and called CDC Pools to resurface our pool. You know, you're right. There are so many pool companies around, it was hard to choose the right one for our project. Yeah, CDC Pools has been here in the Valley since 1990. Did you know they do spas and decks as well? Yeah, I did. The great thing about their repair services, after inspecting our pool pump, they knew exactly what was wrong with it. It was time to replace it with a more energy-efficient unit. You know they have over 23 years of experience remodeling and resurfacing pools. So now I have peace of mind knowing our pool needs are in good hands. Now we can enjoy our backyard again. Speaking of enjoying, last one on the pool cooks dinner tonight. Let CDC Pools transform your tired-looking pool into a thing of beauty you can be proud of. Give them a call, 480-539-7700, or find them on the web at redoyourpool.com. Nice shot. Thanks. This room is awesome. Yeah, Debbie and I wanted a rec room, and with the way property values keep going, who can afford to buy a new place? Tell me about it. So we just had Steve over at Image Home Improvement and close the patio and make the shelf for the TV, so... So take your next shot. (laughs) Right. What about your family room? Yeah, but the kids are always playing their video games and everyone watches TV in there. I wanted my own space, and I've always wanted a pool table. How'd you talk Debbie into it? She uses it more than I do. Cheryl and I love the outside. Do you think we could just get the patio screened in? Sure. Image Home Improvement just did the Johnson's house. They love it. No mosquitoes. Exactly. And Chris says they're enjoying their outside a lot more at night. You should do it. Just go to imagehomeimprovement.com. The name says it all. Steve came over, gave us an estimate, and, well, you see how it looks. Can't tell it wasn't here the whole time. Yep. Your shot. ImageHomeImprovement.com Add to your space. Enclose your patio. Go to ImageHomeImprovement.com Sometimes you start a project with great intentions, and then it keeps getting bigger, and nothing makes sense, and it grows out of control. So how do you get all the parts and pieces in sync together? Fix it. Image Home Improvement. When it's time to call in a professional, go to imagehomeimprovement.com. Chances are, when it's time to call a service professional, you need someone right away. Who can you call for those electrical problems fast? The answer is Mr. Electric, a licensed, bonded, and insured company serving the Valley of the Sun since 2000. Some of their residential and commercial services include expert troubleshooting, replacing an outlet, hanging a ceiling fan, or upgrading your electric service, and much more. Rest assured, all work is guaranteed. Call today for your appointment, 480 
503-503-1339. You can find them on the web at phoenixmetro.mrelectric.com. Remember, at Mr. Electric, we have the power to make things better. This is Chris Grundy, host of DIY Network's Cool Tools. Now, if you need home improvement help, you need to listen to Image Home Improvement Live with Steve Dubell every Saturday morning, baby. Woo! Got this little uh, fixer-upper house I bought about five years ago, and uh, I haven't done anything to it like in five years, you know, so now it's like a little knocker-downer house. (laughs) I mean, even if I had the time, I'm not good with the tools. You know, Bob Vila, remember that show, This Old House? That guy could fix anything. I would watch that and go, oh, my God, you know, he's great. Now, if I had a show... If I had a show, it'd be called This Fat Check. <laughs> Hi, welcome to the show. I'll be writing out a big fat check to my contractor. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that spot. That's right. Every week I look for that big fat check That's from right. somebody. No, it's great. Welcome back. You're listening to Image Home Improvement Live right here on Star Worldwide Networks, and we are talking with Linda Hammond, the uh, author of... The Garage Sales Guide to Making More Money. Because you love to make more money. That's, all, that, that's part of what life is all about. you got to make more money, along with Janice Brewster. And she is our top designer here and the owner of First Impression Interiors. And, um, you know, and, you know, some people may take offense to, you know, talking about this fat check. But guess what? When you talk about some of the design work that Janice does and some of the work that I do – you know, it's not cheap because they it's it's an upscale kind of design that actually requires, you know, money. Who would yeah. have thought? It just doesn't have. We don't just don't go in there and do it for our good looks, right? <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> so anyway, but um, you think about it. We were talking during the break. Some of the times that you need, you know, thinking about how you're going to redesign, maybe not just your home, but you know. Um, uh, actually, you know, I want to share this with all our listeners because I was thoroughly amazed at this. You know, Janice ran into somebody, uh, not literally, but, <laughs> she, but she, she she ran into somebody <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, actually, who actually did uh, different types of photography. And he oh, actually yeah. did um, photo- does photography via drone. And they actually did a house that uh, Janice designed that was done and filmed with a drone, which I thought was just simply phenomenal. The angles and stuff that you could see, the surrounding areas in the outside of the house, you just can't get pictures like that if somebody did stills from the ground. I mean, it was just, it was pretty amazing. That was AZHD Broadcast, yeah. and that's Craig McClure. He's fabulous. But he, he told me at the time that we were just going to use the drone, and I wasn't going to be interviewed. And then we were at the house, and, and he did interview me, so we got the interior as well. The house is really spectacular. But there's a there's these people have worked with me a number of times, and so we understand our communication skills. And and it's okay. You know, we're talking about people who, who remodel. It's re- Communication is everything, and, it, and that means between the homeowner and the designer and the builder – that means um, that communication, you know, if, if we don't agree, it, it's okay to disagree as long as we understand the parameters and, and why we disagree so that we can, you know, in the end, 
give you the highest and best result for the budget that you have. Right, Steve? Right. And, and talk back to that budget thing. It's really important for your budget to be realistic. We cannot – we are not Houdini. You know, you cannot ask us for a Lamborghini and give us a Ford budget. I mean, you can't do that to us. I mean, yeah. We'll do everything we can. You and I will do everything we can, but we, we need realistic budgets as well. Right. So. Well, I think, in, you know, in, 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 in what you both do, you have to have realistic expectations, uh, not just from what you're, you're trying to do, but obviously, you know, when, when we come in, you know, I think one of my frustrations the most is, and I had a customer this week that, you know, did this, you know, because I always try and get everything out on the table so that everybody feels comfortable that we all know exactly where we're com- each one of us is coming from, so that when I go and do a, a you know, a quote for some type yeah. of remodel that we know exactly where their budget is. When, you know, when you ask somebody, well, you know, we don't know, we've never done this before. Well, then I know from just say somebody saying that, you know, that they may have gotten numbers from somebody else already, or they truly don't, uh, they truly don't know. But when I came back with numbers, then all of a sudden, see, I was first to look at it. Then all of a sudden, two more people came in behind me to look at it, two other contractors, and the design changed. Right. So naturally, my th- th- you can't compare apples with apples. So it's like, okay, well, you know, if somebody comes in with, you know, comes in under what I bid with a different design, well, that's not fair to me because if my bid's higher than his, how could you compare? Right. You know, and then, you know, so you've got to, first of all, you've got, I think one of the things that I know was probably one of the things, uh, challenges Janice has is actually you've got to get the homeowner on the same page and know, okay, this is the design that I want. Let's quote it. Can I I ask you a question? Sure. Okay. From someone who's not in the improvement uh, industry, home improvement industry, I always think if I come in with a price, you guys will come up and meet me at that price. So why don't I let you name the price first? Well, that see, way, it, you might come under what I'm thinking. I have. That's why pe- I think people, people say think that, that way. People say that all the time, but it doesn't, you know, it, because they're thinking mm-hmm. that, you know, that's the, the type of, you know, stigma that contractors have to get over. Because if I come in and I, and I tell them straight up front, I said, if you say to me, well, you know, you're afraid to tell me what you want to spend, then maybe I'll just try and build up to it so this way I get up there. No, what I want to be able to do is no, I don't even ask them specifically. I says, give me a range where you want to stay within because I could design it cheaply, I could design it average, or I could design it high end. So you got to tell me what you want and what range you're in so that my bid comes in and I try and fall in that range. And if you tell me I want something that's high end but I only got you know a lot fewer dollars – then I will be the first to tell you that you have unrealistic expectations and we need to get on that same page first before we even move forward. Because if you can't agree, at least in the range, you know, if somebody tells me they want to do a bathroom remodel for like $25,000, I think, okay, you're, you're, you're depending on what they tell me. We probably, most of the time you could do a nice master bathroom for $25,000. It's not too big. Okay, but if you have a huge bathroom and you want all these bells and whistles and body sprayers and all this other nice, you know, stuff, and you tell me you only got fifteen, well, that's not going to fly. Right. So I, that's why I try and make the customer feel comfortable in saying, "Just give me a range." But isn't it almost a challenge if they say, "Okay, do a bathroom for twenty five thousand, 
And it's a challenge for you to do it on a budget as opposed to, oh, my budget's 300000 do anything you want. It almost seems like it'd be a, a kind of a fun challenge to go and do a nice bathroom redo for twenty five grand. Yeah, mm. but that's like we're not in design school anymore, right? We don't need to practice. We need to know <laughs> what you need, what you mm-hmm. what your expectation point. level is. So, yeah. you know, if you if like if if uh, overmount sink is a whole lot cheaper. I mean, sinks okay. aren't that expensive, although they can be. But then an undermount, right? But so if we say okay, within your budget, you're just this is what you're getting. Your expectation level is something that you saw in house that was twenty five thousand or or fifty thousand easy fifty thousand and and we give you okay you said fifteen we give you fifteen you're like I don't that's not what I asked you for and that's then not were, yeah I'm not recommending you you then, just you, mentioned then the other sink. problem is they were thinking this floating sink bowl yeah with the water coming oh, out of the water it's funny you say yeah. that because uh, <laughs> when you mentioned sink I immediately thought of the time I found a sink at a garage sale in Scottsdale for twenty bucks. It was beautiful. Copper set on top of the counter, and I bought it for 20 bucks. How could you resist? It was brand new. The guy never used it. He bought it to use in his home, and he didn't put it in there. I had it sitting in my garage, and my friend who was building a cabin in Payson said, Oh, my gosh, I need that sink. And guess what? She bought the sink and designed the entire cabin around my sink. Okay. I well, feel see, there so you go. Well, that was the location perfect, too. Yeah. You know, right. it's the setting. And those kind of sinks are not 20 bucks. All right. <laughs> when we come back, we're going to be, do I see? I mean, I, I, always knew, I always knew there was some good synergy here. All right. When we come back, we're going to be talking more with Janice and Linda. And also, uh, in the second hour, we're going to be talking, Linda's got a whole slew of tips to make sure that your garage sales success and you make money. And besides that, and when you're, dead, you're done, you make all that money. Let's go out for dinner. <laughs> there you go. We'll be right back. In this high-tech world of stock market trading, you need an edge to compete and grow. Here's Gabe Basur about how you can get that edge. It's called the robotic trader. The robotic trader, it's, it's fully automated. It, it starts in the morning at 9.30 for you automatically. It looks at 8,000 equity symbols in 22 seconds. It will execute the buy and the sell automatically, take your profits, put it in your account, and it shuts itself off at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Do what I did. Get the robotic trader and get your edge today. Call today, 623-271-2638, or find them on the web at robotictradingusa.com. Thinking of remodeling your kitchen or bathroom? Confused about which company to choose to do your tile work? Let me make the choice a simple one for you. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone. Whether it's a residential or commercial project, AZ High Tech Tile and Stone are the experts in kitchen countertop backsplashes, floor tile and shower walls, and anything while using materials such as granite, tile, travertine, porcelain, and much, much more. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone will come to your home and provide you with a free estimate. We are members of the NTCA, CTIOA, and Certified CTC. Ceramic Tile Consultant. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone is a value trade partner for all image home improvement kitchen and bathroom makeovers. Give them a call today for your free estimate. 602-799-9619. Or find them on the web at azhightechtileandstonellc.com. 
If you've been thinking of replacing or upgrading those kitchen cabinets or appliances in your home, even though they're still in good shape, then I have a solution for you. Stardust Building Supplies is a 501c3 organization, recycling such things as kitchen cabinets, toilets, doors, windows, tubs, and more. Remember, one man's trash is another woman's treasure. They have three convenient valley locations, 51st Avenue and Northern in Phoenix, Alma School and Broadway in Mesa, and 40th Street and Thunderbird in Phoenix. Net profits from Stardust stores support their Angels on Call program, which provides free home repairs to qualified low-income homeowners in the Phoenix metro area. Last year, Angels on Call helped over 100 homeowners with their necessary home repairs. Let's do our part for the green movement. Give Stardust Building Supplies a call today, 480-668-0566, or visit them on the web at stardustbuilding.org. Monsoon season has passed, but the early January and February rains will soon be here. And if you have an older roof, it's just a matter of time before the leaks start appearing as water stains on your home ceiling. Do your home a favor and call Keiko Roofing for their free roof inspection. Their qualified professionals will check your roof and show you where your roof may soon fail or is failing. Keiko Roofing is committed to providing quality service along with the best roofing products. Whether you have a foam, flat, shingle, or tile roof, give Keiko Roofing Systems a call today, 602-944-4600 or keikoroofing.com. a little birthday uh, greeting for Linda. Uh, well, thank you very much. And guess what? The, the irony here is, or coincidence here, is the very last thing I bought at a garage sale was last weekend. I paid a dollar for a Marilyn Monroe clock, a wooden really? clock. And it's definitely from the 50s. Yeah, huh? Paid a buck for it. So it was kind of funny well. that you played that. Thank you. I should have sang along. That would be fun. I remember when sung she along. sang that, when that actually happened, but you know, that's... That's kind of dating me, but, you know, who's counting age? That's right. <laughs> we don't even we look at that. We are ageless, and I remember as well. There you go. <laughs> That's right. I mean, you know, it makes no difference. But we are here uh, We are here with uh, – oh, excuse me. I got a, I got a frog in my throat. Uh-oh. It's coming oh, back come on. down. You okay. forgot my name. No, no, no. no. <laughs> we, That's <laughs> Linda and Janice are here, <laughs> and we're talking about garage sales, and we're talking about designing your new remodel and stuff like that. So there are a lot of different things that we need to actually think about. But, you know, we want to start getting into some of the um, tips that uh, that Linda has and um, actually has made this wonderful book she brought in. I actually now have uh, a, a copy of Isn't the garage sales gal's guide to making money maybe she'll autograph it dan by the time we finish it this way we'll have it only if you remember the whole title but But i challenge you to remember the whole title what 
Remember the whole title. I have it. It's, 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 I just read it. It's the garage sale. The garage sale gals got. Oh, to gals, make I forget. Money right. okay. off your stuff. stuff. Okay, that's right. And we have stuff. You're killing me. I was stuff. watching. Sorry. I was your watching. Stuff. <laughs> gals Guide. Wow. How did you come up with that name, by the way? Um. Yeah, she made it up. I think my publisher might have come up. I don't remember, Kevin. My husband's here in the studio taking a picture right now. Um, oh, the publisher made it up. The, the publisher, publisher it. made it up. Okay. And they did the cute cover. It's it makes a good gift too. Okay. So uh, if you know someone's birthday that's coming up, Dan's is on the twenty sixth. <laughs> um, so yeah. buy them a book. Well, you know, my book did. No, everybody. (laughs) I'm so kind. You know, everybody that actually, everybody that's actually who does has had think can relate that they have an overabundance, we'll say, of stuff in their in their garage can relate to this. Gave me uh, the wrong dressing room, and I couldn't find any place to put my stuff. And I don't know how you are, but I need a place to put my stuff. So that's what I've been doing back there, just trying to find. A place for my stuff. You know how important that is. That's the whole. That's the whole meaning of life, isn't it? Trying to find a place for your stuff. That's all your house is. Your house is just a place for your stuff. <laughs> that's right. That's, that's all it, it is. Especially and when you live in the south. Works. Especially when you ha- live in the southwest, when basements are not that, you know, common, and you people use either your third garage or even part of the or two car garage. As a place to store your stuff. But oh, don't yeah. use the attic. That's an oven. No. 175 I, I degrees. Know. Just go ahead. Cook everything you want. That's one dear, of the best things. Dear to your heart. Go ahead and cook it. One <laughs> of the best things to do, though, is put it in your garage, which is a good staging area for yeah. that garage sale. So yeah, if you yeah. want to declutter, you know, take some time to declutter. Um Watch the snowstorm in the east on TV and declutter a closet today and put what you don't need or haven't used in six months or a year and put it in the garage sale pile in the garage and say, in a few months, I'm going to have a garage sale. That's such a great way to get ready to have one. Well, you know, a lot of people used to do that when I used to live back in New York. A lot of people used to do that when I think that even in Chicago, as soon as it got warm that was what people used to do they used to say oh hey you know let's let's get out do something besides you know they have cabin fever all winter but they also decide to go out and just like you say they just drag everything out in the driveway and put it out there so that it, it's like a sign of spring right it's a spring <laughs> ritual yeah so that's right. exactly carrying out the junk and it can be so much <laughs> yeah. fun it's a good way to meet your neighbors um to have a garage sale a lot of times you'll sell things to your neighbors um but so, yeah, and and that is when you say you know open up your garage, put it in the driveway. That's a garage sale, yeah. especially here in Arizona. There's yeah. no doubt about that. Mm-hmm. But one thing I say to always make sure that you have that garage sale. One of the best things you want to do is don't <laughs> price anything. I just popped my pee on that one. Okay. But yeah, do not price anything. Oftentimes you'll get more money, but also think about this. Pricing things is one of the most timing, tedious things you can do when it comes to having a garage sale. And it's one of the reasons people procrastinate when it comes to having a garage sale. So if you can skip that step, you're going to have the garage sale more likely. Oh, it's that's true. But so let me ask you a question. If Okay. So here I am, I am driving down the street and I see your garage sale, okay, and I go by and it's like there's no prices on it. And then, well, how much is this? How much is that? Is the best thing to do is 
oftentimes make, make me an offer. Oftentimes, the best thing to do is for the seller to say, "Make me an offer," and here's why. Remember, you as the seller want to get rid of it. Let's say you have an ugly cookie jar that you've hated. It's from the 1940s. It's like a, a big fat yellow chef, and you've never liked that cookie jar. And you'd put a buck on it just to get rid of it and have someone haul it off for you, right? Well, now let's say somebody walks up to that garage sale and they broke one of those when they were a child. And they've been looking for one of those for a long Uh time and they just hit pay dirt. And then they might put $10 on it. They might put $20 on it and think of it as a bargain. So you never know why people want something for it. You're playing on their emotions a lot of times. And plus, they may not want to offend you. Now, you may get a few people who will say, you know what? I'm not going to do your job for you. And they'll turn around and stomp off and say, nothing's priced. I'm out of here. But you know what? Chances are they did not want anything in the first place. Yeah, they didn't, they have, just because came they didn't have money with them. Exactly that, or if they wanted something, they were going to name their price. Trust me. Or yeah. the check always, anyway. The good always outweighs the bad. I can give you a quick example. I had a friend who was going to have her very first garage sale, and she said, "Linda, where do I start?" And I said, first things first, do not price anything." And she could not get over that. She's like, "You're kidding me, right?" I'm like, "No, just try it. Trust me." She's opening up her sale. It's 5 o'clock in the morning. The one thing she really wanted to get rid of was a table and six chairs. A guy pulls up in a pickup truck. She is just set up. He says, how much do you want for the table and chairs? And Lori stammers and stalls and says, well, uh," and he said, I brought 400 with me. That means he could have had more. (laughs) And Lori said, Okay. That'll work. Um, how about three hundred? And she told me she would have been happy with a hundred. And yeah. she, at, as far as she was concerned, she could have washed her hands and been out of there because she was so thrilled to get rid of that first thing and to make two hundred bucks more than she ever could have dreamt. Now, guess what? Had she priced it, she might have put a hundred fifty on it, hoping for a hundred. So she would have lost some big bucks on that. So trust me, try it. You'll like it. Do not price anything. You're going to save yourself time and huge headaches. You know, I think we should do that, Janice. You know, like all the remodels that we're going to do, we'll make sure that we – part of the beginning process is let's have Linda come out and we'll get no them doubt. set up and we'll do a garage sale. No doubt. Oh, that'd be fun. <laughs> well, the thing is we're going to create new and we need – organization is key, right? So where do we organize? We don't really have, I mean, we can't use the attic and we don't have a basement. So we got to be, we really have to think about the space that we have and what we truly need and what we truly don't need. So get and rid of stuff. To have absolutely. Yeah. I really need you to think as a, uh, you know, as a designer, I really need to think everyone to think about that. So, cause we, we, we have to pay great attention to the closet organization, right? We ha- I, the laundry area is really important because it's it's valuable real estate, and that garage is valuable real estate also. So, so we want to make that garage beautiful yeah. after we empty the junk, not junk, treasures, <laughs> treasures, someone's treasures out of the house. Linda takes care of that, and then we go in and we create this gorgeous garage, right, with epoxy floors yeah. Yeah. and all kinds of built-in storage and maybe a workbench if necessary. It's possible to put a washer-dryer out there, right, stackable, because we might need to steal that space from the laundry if necessary to create a bigger bathroom. It depends on what your needs and desires are. I, but yeah, we need we need Linda to clean ha- the treasures 
and share those treasures so we can create beautiful space out of that. Quick estate. question for you. Have you ever done a beautiful remodel and design and then a few years later gone there and seen a bunch of junk in it and been like, oh, they got to have a garage. No. Okay, However, it, I have helped my sister a great deal as she moves from larger house to smaller house to smaller house, uh-huh. asking me to place everything from the larger house into the smaller and smaller and smaller until I finally I say, well, I cannot help you unless we have a garage sale. I can't do that. Mm-hmm. We don't have enough space. Mm-hmm. You know, but there is one time when I have, and I love this client. We're really great friends today. But I had come back into her house after finishing, and she had tchotchke, right? Her personal mm. tchotchkes. Right. And I said, uh, are these some sort of treasures? And she <laughs> said, let me tell you something, Janice. Once you're done, it's my house. And I get to have what's in here. It's my own. And yes, they are my treasures. I said, thank you, Jenny. I will never say that to anyone. (laughs) So, you know, selective, selective. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's funny. Yeah. (laughs) That's amazing. But no, seriously, when you think about it, you want to be able to go back in. And again, it's all about knowing what the customer wants and then also trying to guide them along that road to be able to get to that point so that this way, you know, we could start their remodel. We could, you know, you know, solve, you know, basically, you know, kill two birds with one stone. You want to be able to get, you you need to declutter. Obviously, if you've been procrastinating, we talked about this two weeks ago about procrastinating and, and getting organized and decluttering. That's a great way of decluttering. And also, you know, you, you could, if you're going to go through your garage, yes, there's stuff that you could sell, but then also there might be some stuff that you may feel that you want to donate. So right. you can make if you're if you're sorting out your garage and you've got this side for sales and you're going to sell to whoever comes by. But there's stuff that you want to give give away. Then you again you've got different charities that you may like that you won't like to donate to. So you want to be able to, to make that differentiation. And I think sometimes when somebody gets to the hoarder stage, that they have a hard time giving up even giving it up, forget about deciding whether it has to be donated or, or put it up for sale. You know, you've got that imbalance. You've got to kind of try and get through that. And sometimes some people really, really, because they've been doing it for so long, they need help. Right. Mm-hmm. Try a garage sale first. Um, garage sales are the fastest, easiest ways to declutter and make money fast. And whatever doesn't sell, then donate it if you, you want know, to, for sure. You know, one of the things, that, too, that are easy, I mean, living in the Southwest here in Phoenix you know, for the most part, you've got a lot of good weather all year yeah. round. So you've got sixty-five days yeah. a week. So you've got pl- plenty of time to actually go out, and you could have a garage sale almost any day, uh-huh. as long as we're not in the middle of a monsoon yeah. or something. But you know, our good friends back east. You know, I was just talking with um, someone back east, and we were talking about. You know, did I asked them, did the bad weather get there yet? And she turned around, and she said. It it got here finally because it she's like on the brink of north like going upstate New York and down towards New York City. So oh, that the, ed- the edge of the glacier. It, yeah, it's yeah. like the edge of the glacier. Yeah, it's the exactly glaciers right. are coming back down. Yeah, so it's like it's like strange. You just don't know, but you know you you've got to be ready. But in those situations, climates you don't have a whole no. lot. I mean, like New right. York, you've got four so, days. No, no, no. In Chicago, you got four days. Cause I remember when we used to DJ back in my other life, we'd only have really two good solid months of summer, but then it's it either on the weekend. It's or, Yeah. And it's early. It earlier in the springtime is really not spring. Like the traditional spring. Like I remember growing up in New York, but 
you know, and then fall before you know it after August, you're done. And yeah. then, you know, September, you'd think at least you'd get some space in there. Remember one thing. If it is raining outside, you could be the only game in town. And if you are the only game in town, you're going to make more money because there are still people in the rain searching for garage sales. I see it. I've written columns on it. It's very interesting. Oftentimes, the person who stayed open despite the rain will make the most do money. You think, do you think that's a role? We could talk about that and more on the other side of the break because we got more Linda's tips and more design uh, ideas and planning that we want to talk about for your next remodel with Janice Brewster. So don't go away. You're listening to Image Home Improvement Live. Monsoon season has passed, but the early January and February rains will soon be here. And if you have an older roof, it's just a matter of time before the leaks start appearing as water stains on your home ceiling. Do your home a favor and call Keiko Roofing for their free roof inspection. Their qualified professionals will check your roof and show you where your roof may soon fail or is failing. Keiko Roofing is committed to providing quality service along with the best roofing products. Whether you have a foam, flat, shingle, or tile roof, give Keiko Roofing Systems a call today. 602-944-4600 or keikoroofing.com. How many times have you had a plumbing emergency and didn't know who to call? When small problems become big emergencies... You need to call the experts at Curry Plumbing, a family-owned business with 25 years experience. No job is too small or too large, and the work gets done right the first time, every time. Services include repair and replacement of leaky faucets, broken garbage disposals, water heaters, water softeners, and much more. Curry Plumbing should be your choice for all your plumbing needs. Give them a call today, 623-587-0234. Or check them out on the web, curryplumbing.com. Thinking of remodeling your kitchen or bathroom? Confused about which company to choose to do your tile work? Let me make the choice a simple one for you. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone. Whether it's a residential or commercial project, AZ High Tech Tile and Stone are the experts in kitchen countertop backsplashes, floor tile and shower walls, and anything while using materials such as granite, tile, travertine, porcelain, and much, much more. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone will come to your home and provide you with a free estimate. We are members of the NTCA, CTIOA, and Certified CTC. Ceramic Tile Consultant. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone is a value trade partner for all image home improvement kitchen and bathroom makeovers. Give them a call today for your free estimate. 602-799-9619 or find them on the web at azhightechtileandstonellc.com. Chances are, when it's time to call a service professional, you need someone right away. Who can you call for those electrical problems fast? The answer is Mr. Electric, a licensed, bonded, and insured company serving the Valley of the Sun since 2000. Some of their residential and commercial services include expert troubleshooting, replacing an outlet, hanging a ceiling fan, or upgrading your electric service, and much more. Rest assured, all work is guaranteed. Call today for your appointment, 480-503-1339. You can find them on the web at phoenixmetro.mrelectric.com. Remember, at Mr. Electric, we have the power to make things better. The following takes place between 9 a.m. and 10 a.m.
All right. Here we are, hour number two. A little, as they say, a little McFadden and Whitehead ain't no stopping us now because we are here at Star Worldwide Networks and we are in the midst of talking with Janice Brewster and Linda Hammond. And we were talking about, you know, actually, you know, get, having that successful garage sale along with having a successful planned remodel. Now, and, Steve, think about yes. it. Yes. How many homes are going to be remodeled after their roofs cave in with this? Uh, Thermal loading they have back in the I don't know, right but now. you know, I think I should probably go <laughs> the, back and get my get my in. contractor license back in New York and start doing work back there too. Because you get yourself a white pickup truck and show up, huh? A white pickup? No, <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to do that. Anyway, you know, as we always like to do for our uh, very first time uh, guests in the studio, we always want to let them know we have a you know year, uh, year, actually this happened a couple years ago. We have a uh, we had a special message from our president, and I want to play that for you right now. My fellow Americans, as we face unprecedented economic struggles, I want to offer a handout to the homeowners of Phoenix. Not a monetary handout. Those are for giant corporations who mismanage themselves to the brink of extinction. To the homeowners of Phoenix, I want to offer this handout of advice. You're screwed, and you're on your own. So do yourself a favor and tune in to Image Home Improvement Live with Steve Dubell every Saturday morning from 8 to 9 a.m. Hey, Bo, Bo, get hey, get get off my leg. Hey, stop it, you dumb mutt. <laughs> That's right. Let's and, try. you know, and the response I get every time we play that after that is... We're not worthy! That's right. We're not worthy! You know, it's just amazing. You know, we had, you know it, he's going to be around just for just a few more months, so Bo is going to have to get... A new place to live. That's right. You know, so it's going to be cold in Chicago. And I don't think I don't think they're going to put <laughs> Bo out for a garage sale. No, we don't want to do that. He's part of the family. That's right. You know. So anyway, taxi dermy. No, that would be. A- oh, <laughs> oh, 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 I'm not going there. I'll hey, it's easy you. to feed. All you have to do is you know use a hairdryer, blow the dust off once in a while. I, I have no idea who that is. <laughs> hey, Steve, that's like my dog Bones right now. <laughs> you never seen that picture from Halloween? <laughs> I know, I know. Anyway, you know, talking about all these different places, you know, with with uh, the glacial age moving into you know the upper Midwest and in the New York area. Okay, all right. Um, you know, Linda's been around the country, and you know, as as her career has developed into, you know, now she is a you know we have the pleasure of having her here in the Phoenix metro area. But will your book? work in any part of the country yes it will um play in iowa what what did i want to say not iowa Iowa. Iowa. funny you mentioned iowa we only had 10 more days the whole world will be tuned to iowa yeah yeah play in peoria is that what it is okay yeah yes it will go well anywhere um because garage sale, everyone wants to have a garage sale, yard sale, or whatever you want to call it. But also in my book, I talk about estate sales. A lot of people don't understand the difference between garage sale and estate sale. And just in a nutshell, it's basically oftentimes an estate sale is run by professionals who come in. They will price everything, um, but they'll also evaluate everything and um, put a, you know and have experts look at it and make sure they know the value of it. So they'll get things appraised for you, but they're also a turnkey business. They'll come in, they'll organize everything and then they'll price it. And then they'll run it about two or three days of sales. And, um, so, and then they'll clean up afterwards. 
Um, and people can, uh, people don't understand this. I went to a, a, an estate sale one time with my cousin and I started walking straight in the door and she's like, what are you doing? Don't you have to knock? No, you don't have to knock at an estate sale. You just walk right in. As long as you've got the right address, you <laughs> gosh, want to make sure <laughs> yes, you do have, you the, right make sure you have and, the right address. Yeah, That's a key. Point. That would be terrible, wouldn't it? But anyway, yeah, you just walk on into an estate sale and a lot of times they will not negotiate on price unless it's the second or third day. Um, so but you're going to pay more at an estate sale. So I also, I talk about estate sales in my book. I talk about other places to sell your stuff at consignment stores, at flea markets. But guess what? You know what else places that buy stuff are pawn shops. Pawn shops will buy garage sale or will buy items. So um, people think pawn shops are just loan places where you drop off your item for a little while, but they will buy things. So keep that in mind too. That's true. That's true. You want to be able to know exactly what, what you, if you're going to be able to get it back later, or if you do bring it to a pawn shop, or if you just, you know, looking for the cash and and ready to move on. So right, you know, I I you were thinking about uh, some of the different things that you want to do with some of the larger homes that have, you know, we were in a home the other day that just seemed like it had endless garage space, but yet the homeowner actually had. Enough um, had enough stuff to f- actually fill up the space, and they could probably couldn't have had a, a decent garage sale. You think about it, you know, because and, and plus, then they would have had room for expansion. Because a lot of times, if you have an overabundance of space, I mean, Janice, you know, if they have like you know maybe two two car garages, and you know, one is strategically located where you can add on another room. I mean, that's, that's, you know, just move that stuff out and let's plan that other room because you know, we're talking about what can you do to make it a little easier. And, you know, I know Janice had mentioned to me, you know, some people don't think about moving walls. Do you find that a lot or, the, or, the, or is that something that you've got to enlighten them about? Oh, I don't, today, I think everybody watching TV shows thinks it's – and I and I love it this loft living approach right where you have take all the walls down but um, and and I do I like that very much but it's really important for me from my perspective to be able to look at a house put it in plan if we don't have a plan and then consider how that space is going to be used so and that's part of asking the questions as to how you live right and and how you and if you entertain and are you okay with the whole house being open or does someone else want some privacy do you want some do you want does everyone want to hear tv when it's on because if you have one room and only one room everybody's going to hear that tv and there's that's it and that's okay with me if that's okay with you if you are the homeowner right so but what's really important to me also is how you move and feel in the space that you live in so if i'm going to steal space a lot of people say okay well i want the, i have to have this 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 in the kitchen and and i'm like okay well you're asking me to fit you know, an elephant into a peanut, and I can't really do that. So I'm going to have to steal some space. Well, in the house Steve and I are working on, um, I have to find that space. So uh, I'm like, okay, uh, what's behind this wall? There's a closet. The closet is like six and a half feet wide, and there's it's really used as an office. I can shorten that to five and a half. That gives me some space back in the kitchen. I got some strange-looking cabinetry in the hallway. Okay, I can take that space. But I want I want that hallway to yeah. still maintain, 
at least I'm um, hoping for four feet wide. I, I hall, you know, now I've got all open space, and I get down to a narrow hallway. That's not going to be no. That's not good planning. And, so every inch of the space, in my opinion, is valuable. And, and then, I mean the garage too. I'm dead serious about how beautiful that garage. And, is. and then you also, know, and also, there's so many times the builders put dead space just oh, to yeah. make the, oh, yeah. just to make that oh, cookie God. cutter look like cookie cutter, and you'll have. Huge triangles, you know, rectangles of just dead space to inside the walls. To create those niches, those yeah. pretty little yeah, niches. Yeah, but they'll have all this wasted space in oh, behind God. the walls yes. that, I, that yes. I see as an inspector. Yes. When I'm crawling overhead, I'm going, oh, there's a dead something down in the, yes. the dead niche. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, there's just tons of we're dead space. take that stuff and give it to Linda to sell on the garage sale, and we're going to no. get that space back. No, we're sitting there like this. <laughs> <laughs> Dan's making funny faces. <laughs> One thing I wanted I wonder to wonder where tell, the cat disappeared. I, I want to let Steve know. He talked about this uh, lady who had a lot of stuff packed in the garage around her car. One thing as a neighbor, as a friend, that I think everyone should think about is not everyone has someone to help them with a garage sale. If you know someone who's elderly and really does need to get rid of stuff, offer to help them with a garage sale. I know it's a lot of work, but it's up there with doing some charity work. Because if someone's all by themselves, I remember I did a column on a lady who was blind, and she emailed me and she said, Linda, what am I going to do? I'm getting ready to move down to Tucson, and I don't have any help. She was all alone. And guess what? I wrote a column on her, and about 200 people responded and wanted to help her. And we were able to put a garage sale together for her, and she just cried almost the whole time the garage sale was going on. She was so, so grateful. The other thing, so I've, I've run into are veterans that have problems talking to people because of the PTSD and all of the stuff they're going through. Yeah. They have all that stuff packed up in the house, and they're almost afraid to talk to people about what's going on in the house. And it takes a while to draw them out to be able to help them out and help clear the house out. You've got about four different issues to walk through oh. to be able to help some of our really disabled veterans get through these different layers of issues to get the stuff out so they have room to move their wheelchair again. Yes, yes, that's actually part of something that I'm doing is volunteer work to help those veterans, and it's sensitive, real sensitive. Very, very. But honorable. I mean, they make me cry, you know, because I didn't serve. If if this is the way that I can give back. It's appreciated. It's very much appreciated. There you go. Well, Steve feels the same way. All right, we're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we're going to have more with uh, all the things that we're talking about here with your remodeling with Janice Brewster as well as Linda Hammond from the Garage Sale Gal's Guide to to Making making Money. money. Off your your stuff. One more time. Off your stuff. (laughs) Off your stuff. (laughs) Don't go away. When you buy a car, you want to see that car's history, whether it's new or used. Why should buying a home be any different? DEC Inspections can provide you with the inspection you need to have peace of mind when purchasing your next home. Call today, 602-308-8722. That's 602-308-8722. Thinking about remodeling your kitchen or bathroom? Confused about which company to choose to supply and fabricate your new countertop? Let me make that choice simple for you. 
Papagno's Marble and Granite, a family-owned business and experts in their field, installing many types of products such as granite, marble, onyx, travertine, silestone, and much, much more. Their personalized service will help make sure that you have the right material choice for your next remodel. Their high-tech fabrication equipment on site will expedite the delivery and installation of your countertop. Give Papagno's a call today, 480-948-4282, or check them out on the web at papagnos.com. If you live in Arizona, you know two things to be true. One, that we are living the hottest days of the summer. And two, if you haven't had your home's cooling system checked this year, you run the risk of having it fail at the hottest time of the year. Hi, I'm Steve Dubell, telling you that the pros at Quality Systems need to be your choice to keep your house cool for the summer. I know I did. With nearly three decades of experience in the industry... Quality Systems' commitment is to provide every customer with the best possible in service. Don't wait. Call the pros at Quality Systems today for all your HVAC needs. 480-945-2665 or visit them on the web at qualitysystemsac.com. Most of us have our charity of choice that we give from the heart to support. Did you ever wonder, where does the money go? How much do I really know about the charity I support? Where can I go and learn more about these nonprofit organizations? Every Monday at 1 p.m., the Nonprofit Journal Live with Dee Simula is your source for this information. Know the report before you support. Donate wisely, not just from the heart. Remember, Mondays at 1 p.m., the Nonprofit Journal Live with Dee Simula on the Double Wide Network. This is Amber Sullins, Chief Meteorologist for ABC 15 News. Nightly, I update you with the most up-to-date and accurate forecasting of our valley's weather. The most accurate and cutting-edge information for your home can be found here every Saturday morning with Steve Dubell and Image Home Improvement live on the Double Wide Network. All right, we are back, and you're listening to Image Home Improvement live right here on Star Worldwide Networks, and we are actually getting in actually we're almost at the end of our uh new year's resolution get your home act together shows you know i mean that's basically what we're talking about people be able to get themselves organized obviously make money selling their stuff i mean want to be able to do that too as well as you know get that remodel together because you know when if you don't get like as kevin had said two weeks ago when we were here my architect we were talking about planning your remodel you know the best thing to do obviously if you've got ideas and you're thinking about doing something you know janice is the person you need to talk to because she can come in there and actually give you some good viable information and feedback to the way that you're thinking that you would like to have your either kitchen or or maybe you want to be able to do some stuff we've got a a customer actually that i'm working with who uh, actually was a direct buy member, she had called me and she said that, you know, we want to be much like you had said, moving walls. They had like this dead space behind their kitchen where the kitchen was pushed into a smaller area. So you've got um, uh, at the end of where the cabinets were, they had like a small pantry closet. Well, they wanted to do away with the pantry closet. They didn't need it. But there was at least like two feet, maybe two and a half feet between the existing two-by-four framed wall, and the backside where the cabinets were. So we're taking out all the cabinets, taking the soffits out, and pushing it and collapsing the room to actually make the kitchen bigger 
so that this way she'll have more space in her kitchen with a bigger island and nice. it's just going to be it's going to be really nice but again you got to remember one of the things in the way of designing cuz some people don't understand is that when homes are designed in there and electric and other cable uh, cabling is run whether it be you know for TV or whatever or maybe it be data lines that they pull wires across soffits they don't go straight up and over so when the soffits go away you've got a lot of wiring to actually move and reroute, and sometimes gas you, lines, well, and sometimes a gas line, which we had one of those too when we did our uh, fireplace remodel in North Scottsdale at this custom home, because the the gas line again was laid across with a flex gas line was laid across the soffit, and we were going straight up now and squaring the corner off, so we had to had to get all that done. So these are things that you've got to take into consideration, and it's an unknown. Because when we go in there and, and Janice redesigns it to be able to look a certain way, you know, we've got to give them the pros and cons. I'm like, you're going to find stuff in there that we just don't know how much until we get the, the walls open. But once it's open and it's completely done, you know, I had a smaller kitchen remodel we did where we had a lot of electrical wiring done. And I had told them, just live with it. Let's Let's go through this. We'll get the wires rerun. But when I'm done with it, you're going to love it because it's going to give a great open area to the kitchen. We took down the dividing wall between the living room and the kitchen and dining room area. And when we got it all open and completely done, you know, the, the first thing they said to me, Steve, you were absolutely right. I don't know why I ever doubted you. Mm-hmm. Steve, Feels great. Steve, the fun stuff is when you find an electrical wire run down inside the air conditioning duct. Oh, yeah. All the way across oh, yeah. through the house. I love that. And I'm then still looking. And then for, pop through the top and see the splices. Well, I'm still looking for gold, though. I mean, I'm still like mm-hmm. taking walls apart. I'm no money, no uh, gold, no. just empty Pepsi cans from McDonald's 1970. Wrappers. Yes, McDonald's wrappers. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Old hey, cans I found, on eBay. found somebody's whole lunch under a rug because they left it and they just rolled right over no way. during the install of the rug. Was that wrong? <laughs> extra, extra padding there you go there yeah. you go it's extra padding and, and it's like no wonder but that guy was wondering where the hell did i leave my lunch and then walked over the chips crunch crunch oh don't, don't you can't do that to chips. i would like to talk about the importance of lighting all right let's yeah. talk about that because that is important okay and and also floor plugs okay so and and linda's comment earlier on about well you tell us, or you just give us, it's your challenge for our budget. Okay, well, I just was working on a remodel not very long ago, and I and and he who has the checkbook is the ruler of the game. Okay, so it doesn't matter what I suggest or what I don't. When you hold the checkbook, you get to say no, and I ask you mm-hmm. why, and we discuss it. If you're emphatic, I have given enough blood, and I will let go. Okay. <laughs> You've given enough blood. I, I fight for what's right to the best of my ability, but after a while, I'm not going to die over it. So, okay. All right. So uh, the house was completely redone, and uh, it was staged for sale. And actually, I'm sitting it when I love to sit those homes as a real estate agent because I'm very proud of my work. However, this house is staged, and there's no lights on in the living room. Stage the lamps are and it's floating furniture which it should be it's exa- exactly as it should be except there's no floor plug because that was one of the no's. Oh. So, do these people get angry at me or what? What do you mean? You were the designer and you can't even light this room. I had the perimeter lit. Okay, but that's the best. I was 
I was challenged, okay? <clears throat> yeah. Budgetary challenges. <laughs> okay. And, so, and from and as a realtor, I can understand the other part of the scream challenge. Oh, whatever. So <laughs> in the meantime, right, if you're going to open up a room and you're going to open up space and everything's going to be floating, you better think about how these people are going to be able to see in this space. Up lights. Well, it's not just up lights. You have to be able to uh, – if you yeah. need a reading light, you need to have a floor plug. Right. Mm-hmm. That, that, you know, when we do not need wires on our lamps anymore, hallelujah, okay? But right for today, we do. <laughs> but anyway, a huge part of that budget – is how we do light this space. And, yes, I'm from New Jersey, so I talk with my hands. But <laughs> She talks uh, like I do. I do. <laughs> but anyway, we also need everything, certainly in public areas, on a dimmer, right? And then we need to know, okay, I don't really know what your budget is, but if you tell me I want to use my phone for everything I do, that means my window shades, that means my lighting, that means my the temperature of my home. That means I want to talk to my... I mean, there's so much that can be involved. It doesn't have to be. Yeah. But that's part of that discussion. That's part of that budget. And we need to light your space. Mm-hmm. And you need to... You know, that's the part you didn't think about under cabinet lighting. Can we talk about that? Sure. Or plugs oh, in the oh. middle of an expensive splash. Oh, my God. Okay, well, yeah. I, I, the oh. homeowner doesn't think about that. And actually, no one asks the question, right? It's just we're just going to do it the way we used to do it, which is right smack in the middle of that gorgeous, expensive splash. We're going to slam those plugs. Well, we do have alternatives today, and that's the part that I discuss with you. So there's a lot going so it's on not, in it, And she's absolutely right. So it's not just cabinets and granite. That you're dealing with with that, and the same goes for your bathroom because you turn around and you know people want to say, "Well, let's do this here and let's do that there." I'm like, "Okay," but then you you start getting into the logistics of how the room is going to set get set up as you talk about them, and then you've got to say, "Okay, well, well, what do you want to do with the what do you want to, you want to take this wall out? Okay, where are you going to do with the switches? You put bet. it in the shower. You know, hey, you, bet. you know, you know, what are you going to do? Where are you going to put them?" Now, one of the other things that we are actually were talking to somebody about that I that you don't um, I don't see too much of, but you see a lot in in some of the designer books as well as online is the newer type of fancier barn doors Binder. that are sl- that slide Love over. Those. Which actually, if you like if you like that look, it's 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 pretty economical because it doesn't require any drywall work. You don't have to change any framing. You don't have to do anything. All you got to do is put the rod up across the top and hang the custom door on it, make sure it operates properly, and you're done. It, they're simple. I tell you what, I've been in a lot of remodels as I go through the inventory that's on the market, and the thing that's really scary, I think it's scary, is when there's... I do. I feel this way. When there's no opportunity to close the space off between the bathroom and the bedroom. Yes. And I have yeah. seen yes. where the bed yeah. wall is staring at the toilet. Oh, please, dear God. <laughs> okay, no. But other than the fact that that's really horrific, that that door that not, you're talking about, that a, barn door right there, there wall, we have nothing? the solution right there. Yeah. You know, not not to the you know toilet. Not, face, not, not even a, a oh. head wall. Not a wall. Not, you know, I can't... Uh. I, Everybody's a some people remodeler, don't, right? Everybody's a remodeler. Somebody Everybody's does, a designer. What do you mean? Like some the people don't think about that. The shower, you can lean into it. But thank God for those doors. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. They, they work really well. And you can use reclaimed wood. 
to make them. Absolutely. You can also use glass if you're contemporary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right. And, and the glass does not have to be clear. Yeah, absolutely. That's nice right. Something frosted with a, maybe a nice design on it, or even if you yeah. maybe if you're into rain glass, but yeah. that would be a pretty big rain glass Ooh, panel. Heavy. That would be, be huge. Heavy. But you know, it's, it, 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 you know, or you could get them just made to match your other existing doors. You know, with however they're designed, you know, their six panel or whatever. You just yeah. get them put up, and um, I personally like the ones. You know, those look really rich when they're stained. Because we've got stained doors in our house, and it have those doors. If I had something like that, I would try and match them. Eight foot door stained. Is that a good do it yourself project? A barn door, sliding barn door. You know, mm-hmm. you could probably do it yourself if you're handy, but you'd still need to get all the hardware in the door from you know a, a door supplier, which mm-hmm. there are plenty here in the valley that have those. And then actually go back. It's not that difficult as long as you follow the instructions on how high the bar has to be across that the guide is where the rollers ride on. And then they basically, actually all it is, just to simplify it for all the listeners, if you think about it, you know how your bypass doors are on your closet? That's exactly what it is mounted on the outside of the wall. The way the rollers are, obviously they're different, they're bigger, and they can, and doors are probably a little heavier than the ones that you have on your on your. Um, closet door but that's basically the same kind of function except it's only one door not two unless of course you've got small ones that open up like you know Mm -hmm. left to right from the center so either way why do i see so much being wrong with that as an inspector seeing them roll back one way or too far up and down oh I Dan, see so Dan, many things going bad with that. Dan, you ju- just... Especially you, the do-it-yourself part. Oh, yeah, my God. Yeah, the do-it-yourself. <laughs> I'm not going to go there. It gives me nightmares to think about. <laughs> All right, we'll come back. We're going to talk. I'm going to do it then. Okay. Oh, see, there you go. There's Let, a challenge. Let's push against the establishment. All right, I love it. All right, when we come back, we got more garage organizing and selling of your stuff, and as well as some more... T- tips from Linda and more tips from Janice. So don't go where you're listening to Image Home Improvement Live. And we don't want to forget Dan's back in the studio, back Dan's homeowner horror story. And as we always oh, like to say, remember, resistance is futile. Don't go away. You know, honey, I'm sure glad we took Steve's advice and called CDC Pools to resurface our pool. You know, you're right. There are so many pool companies around, it was hard to choose the right one for our project. Yeah, CDC Pools has been here in the Valley since 1990. Did you know they do spas and decks as well? Yeah, I did. The great thing about their repair services, after inspecting our pool pump, they knew exactly what was wrong with it. It was time to replace it with a more energy-efficient unit. You know they have over 23 years of experience remodeling and resurfacing pools. So now I have peace of mind knowing our pool needs are in good hands. Now we can enjoy our backyard again. Speaking of enjoying, last one on the pool cooks dinner tonight. Let CDC Pools transform your tired-looking pool into a thing of beauty you can be proud of. Give them a call, 480-539-7700, or find them on the web at redoyourpool.com. Nice shot. Thanks. This room is awesome. Yeah, Debbie and I wanted a rec room, and with the way property values keep going, who can afford to buy a new place? Tell me about it. So we just had Steve over at Image Home Improvement and close the patio and make the shelf for the TV, so... So take your next shot. (laughs) Right. What about your family room? Yeah, but the kids are always playing their video games and everyone watches TV in there. 
I wanted my own space, and I've always wanted a pool table. How'd you talk Debbie into it? She uses it more than I do. Cheryl and I love the outside. Do you think we could just get the patio screened in? Sure. Image Home Improvement just did the Johnson's house. They love it. No mosquitoes. Exactly. And Chris says they're enjoying their outside a lot more at night. You should do it. Just go to imagehomeimprovement.com. The name says it all. Steve came over, gave us an estimate, and, well, you see how it looks. Can't tell it wasn't here the whole time. Yep. Your shot. Imagehomeimprovement.com. Add to your space. Enclose your patio. Go to imagehomeimprovement.com. If you live in Arizona, you know two things to be true. One, that we are living the hottest days of the summer. And two, if you haven't had your home's cooling system checked this year, you run the risk of having it fail at the hottest time of the year. Hi, I'm Steve Dubell, telling you that the pros at Quality Systems need to be your choice to keep your house cool for the summer. I know I did. With nearly three decades of experience in the industry, Quality Systems' commitment is to provide every customer with the best possible in service. Don't wait. Call the pros at Quality Systems today for all your HVAC needs. 480-945-2665 or visit them on the web at qualitysystemsac.com. When you buy a car, you want to see that car's history, whether it's new or used. Why should buying a home be any different? DEC Inspections can provide you with the inspection you need to have peace of mind when purchasing your next home. Call today, 602-308-8722. That's 602-308-8722. Hi, this is Skip Bedell. And Allison Bedell from the Spike TV hit show, Catch a Contractor. We catch contractors that have left homeowners with unfinished remodeling projects. And if you don't want this to happen to you, listen to Image Home Improvement Live. Every Saturday morning on the Double Wide Network. All right. You know, Dan, one of the things that we always find that's sometimes so amazing and you go back and reflect on when you've been around, you know, and not like Blade says since the uh, prehistoric days of how tech, of, of, of how life has changed along the way. And, you know, one of the things that we found that to anybody who's successful in business, um, you know, you, you have to embrace the change. Okay, think about what would happen if we didn't go back and embrace some of the technology that we use and we don't even think about no, today. If we wouldn't have jumped out of the tree and gone to the cave? Exactly. <laughs> you know, jumped out of the tree or you know. cuz that's when housing started. You know, that's, that was that was your first that was your first interior type housing, but you know, thinking back about it, you know, there were people, you know, like much like I'm sure uh, Janice and Linda have done, obviously they they work in in fields that actually people, a lot of people need help with, because like think about it, okay? I could build you anything you want, okay? Depending on what the homeowner want, but it takes a skilled person to be able to go back out and, for one, think about well, what looks good, what designs well, what's good for resale. There's a whole lot of other things that Janice thinks about at the same time too. You know, taking some of your stuff and just throwing it out in the driveway and praying that a car comes by and that you're going to make a couple of bucks today for something, you know, the, it, everything needs an organized plan. 
It organized plan like Dan does. Dan and I are working on a project over in Fountain Hills. Oh it, it has a lot of. <laughs> oh it had rain damage. It had mold. If there is no, and the homeowner, I should say, the business owner is looking to me for. Okay, what's your plan? What's your plan of restoration? Well, what's your plan of remodel? Or what's your plan? You know, I've got all this stuff. I've got to get in the garage and get get it out. How? What's the plan? Did, um, Linda, do you find that a lot of people now, when you when you created your website, what kind of traffic does it get? Do you find people are looking for? Is it easier for them to come on your website to find great places to go? You know where there are going to be good garage sales this weekend. Absolutely, you can go to my website. You can list a garage sale. You can look for garage sales, but you can also list just one item. And if you go on there and list, like, say, a vase that you don't want to sell at a garage sale, you can leave it on there for two, three, four months. It's unlimited time, unlimited space. It's $4.99 a listing, but it's a lot safer than, say, a place like Craigslist. Uh, Not that there's anything wrong with Craigslist, but there have been some safety issues with it. Right. And... Um, because people who list stuff on their garage sales and whatever, they have to use a credit card or PayPal. So people know uh, people are serious about their listings on my site. And also uh, the listings don't get pushed down very far. On Craigslist, you might have 300 in one day. On my site, a lot fewer than that. So it's a boutique type site. And one thing you mentioned, it, it got me to thinking um, – I'm going to blow your mind, especially Janice. My home (laughs) is decorated with about 95% garage sale finds. And it does not look tacky. It looks like I've been around the world three times. And um, so you can inexpensively decorate a home. Just before we went on the air here this morning, I let Janice know, and she probably already knows this, but you can go to garage sales and buy stuff for staging homes because people are constantly redecorating and saying, oh, I don't like the look of that, um, you know, that uh, picture anymore. I want to get rid of it. I want something new or I'm going in a whole different direction. I'm going from Southwest design to contemporary. I see that all the time. You know, I'll go to a garage sale and everything laying out in the driveway has a Southwest motif. So, yeah, so you can (laughs) inexpensively find stuff. To st- stage with at garage sales. And one so place think about that. that I've seen that has been around the world three times is a lot of the military families that are having garage sales out by Luke. Ooh, that's you find some the real deal, the Ooh. stuff actually from Germany, Japan, oh, and all nice. those other wonderful armpits of the world. Oh, and then you have great, great <laughs> hey, stories to Dan. go with all that. Yeah, we got people listening over in that part of the world. Come on now, be nice. Sri Lanka <laughs> is not pretty. What was it? <laughs> Sri Lanka is not oh, pretty. Oh, okay. It smells like a zerk. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, you know, you're absolutely right. See, it, it, it it's all in the way that people view certain things you know and obviously even like to, talking about staging staging so very important you know you can actually go back and have a home that looks empty that you have to i mean janice you know what which home sells faster a staged home or an empty home the one that looks like the hotel room the Ex- model it, the it looks right. yeah, it looks like a stage because mm-hmm. you could now if i went in like you know who person who's going to buy the house and looking at it and say okay if they see Furniture set a certain way, it gives them ideas. They're thinking about, hmm, what would yeah. my furniture look like in there, in that setting? It leads us by the hand. I Sometimes I lack the imagination to 
think about what a house would look like with my stuff in it. So, yeah, staging would definitely help. Uh, it's essential. It's absolutely and, essential. And doing so many home inspections on seeing, quote-unquote, staged homes, it's more than plates and napkins on the table, people. Oh, my God. Have a professional come in and make the house make sense. Those napkins on the table with a plate, no. How much is staging cost? just ready for dinner, Dan. <laughs> come I, on now. I'm not, I'm not a professional stager, so oh, okay. I, I can't but, but no, but, but a designer a and a designer usually get I, the stager I can do, in. I can do it in a heartbeat, but, you know. Yeah, so. but still, those napkins on the plate on the table, no. No. Actually, t- I will tell you that getting yourself packed and ready to move. If you're if you're th- if you're really serious about going you, and you start packing now, because people do not want to look at you and your family and your history and your memories and yeah. your chutch at all. Exactly. All right, we're going to take one more break for the show, and then when we come back, we're going to be uh, wrapping things up with Linda and Janice as well as Dan's homeowner horror story. And it's, I, I got a feeling it's going to include that four-letter ugly word, mold. Don't go away. Do we have Twilight Zone music? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, In we'll be right world back. world of stock market trading, you need an edge to compete and grow. Here's Gabe Asur about how you can get that edge. It's called the robotic trader. The robotic trader, it's, it's fully automated. It, it starts in the morning at 9.30 for you automatically. It looks at 8,000 equity symbols in 22 seconds. It will execute the buy and the sell automatically, take your profits, put it in your account, and it shuts itself off at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Do what I did. Get the robotic trader and get your edge today. Call today, 623-271-2638, or find them on the web at robotictradingusa.com. Most of us have our charity of choice that we give from the heart to support. Did you ever wonder, where does the money go? How much do I really know about the charity I support? Where can I go and learn more about these nonprofit organizations? Every Monday at 1 p.m., the Nonprofit Journal Live with Dee Simula is your source for this information. Know the report before you support. Donate wisely, not just from the heart. Remember, Mondays at 1 p.m., the Nonprofit Journal Live with Dee Simula on the Double White Network. If you've been thinking of replacing or upgrading those kitchen cabinets or appliances in your home, even though they're still in good shape, then I have a solution for you. Stardust Building Supplies is a 501c3 organization recycling such things as kitchen cabinets, toilets, doors, windows, tubs, and more. Remember, one man's trash is another woman's treasure. They have three convenient valley locations. 51st Avenue and Northern in Phoenix, Alma School and Broadway in Mesa, and 40th Street and Thunderbird in Phoenix. Net profits from Stardust stores support their Angels on Call program, which provides free home repairs to qualified low-income homeowners in the Phoenix metro area. Last year, Angels on Call helped over 100 homeowners with their necessary home repairs. Let's do our part for the green movement. Give Stardust Building Supplies a call today. 480-668-0566 or visit them on the web at stardustbuilding.org. Sometimes you start a project with great intentions and then it keeps getting bigger and nothing makes sense and it grows out of control. So how do you get all the parts and pieces in sync together? Fix it. Image Home Improvement. When it's time to call in a professional, go to imagehomeimprovement.com. 
Hi, I'm John Weisbach, co-host of FYI Network's hit TV show, Tiny House Nation. Now, people all over the country are downsizing, and tiny homes are all the big rage. But remember, even tiny homes need repairs, and left unattended, those tiny problems become big problems. Don't let that happen to you. Know what makes your home tick. Listen every week to Image Home Improvement Live, Saturday morning on the Double Wide Network. All right, we are back, and you have been tuned in to Image Home Improvement Live right here on Star Worldwide Networks. And before we go any further, ladies, we want to actually get all your information out so our listeners can contact you and uh, and see what we could do about having that successful garage sale as well as how about a successful design. And then, well, I'll come in and take care of it. And it, as I lo- love to say, it'll look brand new and it'll look awesome, and it'll look like it never, ever happened because my remodels don't look like somebody just slapped it in the house and look, oh, look, you know, they can't tell where one starts and one stops. Mine looked like it was just, it it just moves right through the house from one to the other in this way. Nobody could ever make that distinction because that's what it's all about. You want to make something look as good as if it ever happened. It doesn't make a difference if your house is $200,000 house or if you have a million dollar home or even greater, because it doesn't, you know, quality and the service that you get, I actually, and I'm not going to toot my horn here too much, but I will say, <laughs> okay, see, I, I don't want it too much, just a little, that we actually, actually, wait a minute, wait a minute, I didn't even get it out yet. Okay, actually, I won the House Service Award for 2016. Whoa. Yes, yes, all right. Yes. They sent me the email the other day. They said, you know, here's your logo. Put it on your website. And and, and that says a lot after 26 years of doing uh-huh. work and doing things the right way and really having a conscience about it because you've got to be able to know that you're doing the right thing for the homeowner. And if you if we do the work, we leave them happy, you know, th- that'll breed referrals. And that's what it's all about. You bumped back with uh, the tiny houses thing. How much yes. fun would it be to go to a garage sale, a neighborhood garage sale <laughs> with tiny houses. I mean, everything oh my would God. be, you know, garage sale would be on the front stoop, you know. Yeah, where's the garage on the tiny house? <laughs> they've got a little, no, they've got a little, little carport, a little Fiat. That's all, you know. <laughs> that's carport sale, that's what it is. A carport sale, that's I, right. I think you have that garage sale before the tiny house. Oh, but well, still, yeah. that'd be so cute to house. see that. Oh, that would be a fun. neighborhood sale. I'm gonna. I, that's my goal. I'm going to organize a tiny house garage sale for the neighborhood. Oh, the, that'd be that's fun. A show. That that's would a be show. fun. Hello. I'll bring the cameras. We'll come out and film it. How's that? We'll make it look good. That's a show. I love it. I like All right. It. All right, Linda, how can our listeners contact you? You can contact me at Linda at GarageSaleGal.com, and it's Linda with a Y. Or I'm on Facebook, and it's Linda with a Y, Hammond. H-A-M-M-O-N-D, um, you know, and you can contact me through my website, which is garagesalegal.com, all one word, garagesalegal.com. You can also get my book, um, The Garage Sale Gal's Guide to Making Money Off Your Stuff, uh, through my publisher, Gib Smith, or also on Amazon. And don't even think about buying it at a garage sale. <laughs> oh. uh-huh. So let me ask you a question: Is there one? Is there one 
time of year that's more popular for garage sales than others? Spring and fall. Spring and fall. You got your snowbirds leaving in the spring, so they want to get rid of stuff. And then in the fall, people want to get rid of stuff because Christmas is coming and they want to declutter that extra bedroom for the guests. Well, we'll so have, spring we'll, and fall, we'll, but also year-round. Yeah, we'll have to have you definitely back on in the springtime, in the fall, when people are you know, uh, gearing oh, up I, for that. We'll get people I was wanting to jazzed come next and motorized. Week. You can come <laughs> next week if you want. There's plenty <laughs> of room. I'm having a good time. This went too fast. There you go. Thank you for having me, hey, though. No problem. I appreciate Blake, it. Thank you for coming. I know I talk too much, though. That's okay. You I know. raise my hand when okay, I want right, to talk, right, like I'm in qu- kindergarten. All right, you Should turn- I be quiet now? Okay, I'll be quiet now. Just tell me. All you have to do is tell me, and I'll be quiet. Okay. All right. So, Lin- up, so up. Linda talks a lot, and Janice talks with her hands like I do. I mean, what can I tell you? Absolutely. <laughs> Janice, tell our listeners how they could contact you. Uh, Janice Brewster, uh, first impressions on Facebook, LinkedIn. Uh, I'm on House. I toot my own horn here. Best of House 2015. Ooh. Yeah, wait, that good. deserves all a little good. applause. Ding, ding. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> all right. Also, my own personal email, which is jbrewster729 at gmail.com. And um, there you go. Yeah, you know, obviously, you know, in this, you get the best of both worlds. You get, be able to have you um, heard worldwide, heard you local, you know. And obviously, you know, like we said, you know, actually, this show will actually air on terrestrial radio here in the next Two weeks so that this way people, you know, who maybe aren't up to speed on computers will actually hear it on regular radio. So you get the best of both worlds. We try and reach everybody. We don't, nice. you, know, you know, we just don't differentiate between just, oh, well, you know, you, you got to be consumer savvy to, to hear the show. No, we actually know that people want to be able to do remodel work. They want to be able to keep their house clean. And again, you know, just trying to. Get the year off to the right start because 2016 is going to be an awesome year. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a presidential year. And, uh, you know, to take a time out here and a little sidebar, we want to make sure we wish our Arizona Cardinals a great success oh, tomorrow right. when they play the Carolina Panthers. And, guys in Carolina, I'm sorry, but I got to root for the home team. I hope uh, they get there right. safely. You know, I hope they get thawed out. Yeah, well, no, <laughs> I heard that the weather's supposed to be decent at game time. So which wow. will be better. And it's surely got to be better if they were playing in Lambeau Field. Because Lambeau Field is like, as they say, it's the frozen tundra. It's the Glacier Bowl. Yeah, it's the Glacier <laughs> Bowl. I mean, it's like, you know, I think after all of you, even though the stadium has so much nostalgia that somebody would have decided to put a roof on there. That would, be been, nice. that would have been, be nice. Nice. That would yeah. have been nice. That would have been nice. That's what Minneapolis is There's doing. There's a job for you. Yeah, yeah Minneapolis, but Minneapolis has fell in. Well, yeah, but that's why they build, they're building a new stadium. With a with a better roof, it's it's not the balloon dome anymore, you know. <laughs> kind of like we have Metrodome. Yeah, the Metrodome. It's it's a, a you know real stadium. But again, you know, Arizona Cardinals are going to be are going to be playing, and they're only one step away from the Super Bowl. And I got to tell you, if they win on on tomorrow, this town is going to go crazy. It's going to be the flock is going to go wild. We're going to win despite Cam Newton's wonderful smile. He's got the best smile. Oh, go Fitzgerald. Oh, oh, absolutely. Larry. Larry. Yeah. No, Larry was great last week. And it, and it was like when he took over that game, it was just, was just unbelievable. And it didn't make it. Everybody was glued to the TV set. And it's just like, you know, you ever feel like in 2009 when we came in as the wild card into the whole series of playoff games and we kept getting better and better? And you just had a feeling that they were going to get the Super Bowl. Yeah. I, I, that's the same kind of yeah. feeling I think we're seeing this year. Where, you know, Bruce Arians has got everybody 
like tuned in and dialed mm-hmm. in, and they're just going to go in there and they're going to do what they need to do. Plus, they wanted Carolina last time, so it's going to be a good game this time because they're going to go in there and they, they know they got their, their work cut out for them, but I think they'll be fine. But you know, my, my dream um, Super Bowl would be if they see this okay, Cardinals and the Patriots. Oh, that's a serious game right that there. That <laughs> is a serious game. Because I remember the last game. time when I lived in Chicago. Dan, you'll remember this. 1986, right? I moved to Boston. I left Chicago. The Bears went to the Super yeah, Bowl. Right. And I lived in Patriot country. And everybody in the office turned around and said, you know, Patriots are going to win. You're crazy. Bears can't win. Are you kidding me? Bears can't win, right? The Next day after Super Bowl, I was the only one in the office with a smile on my face. <laughs> You know, and, so and money never, in his pocket. Yeah, well, yeah, you know. Well, we don't want to talk about that. Anyway, all right. So, ladies, thank you so much thank for, you. for being here. And I want to make sure you stick around because Dan has got an awesome, awesome, you know, homeowner horror story for us because that's one of the features that we have on the show every week. We try and educate by example of some of these things, and there it is. Dan, Super Sleuth, back in the saddle, live in studio. Oh, yeah. We've got some some really great music, as as we know, as Blake always has ready for us. Dan, go ahead. Okay. Well, you walk in the room, and you smell this purified air from ah. one of these ionization machines. Yes. Because they have had a leak in the residence. Let's take a step back. What that does is sterilize mold. It still comes really? in your lungs. It still can make you sick with those ionization machines. Because I took took the air samples. The wall samples were negative. The air samples were negative. And as a matter of fact, they were almost in reverse. And then the normal room was spiked past 100. It was just, you know, <clears throat> aspergillus and stachybotrys just through the roof. Say, wait, say it again. Three times fast. Statuebotrys, aspergillus. That's close enough. Wow. But, uh, and it was through the roof, and it was dangerous. And they had that masking machine, as I call it, the ionizer, in the other rooms, and it was negative. So that can tell you that you can be in the same environment and be made quite ill by masking and using machines that will just hide the smell so you don't feel so bad. Well, the reason your body wants you to feel bad is because you're telling you it's, you're yeah. getting sick. Yeah, you're getting you sick. You need to repair the mold. And the wall that had this this very advanced amount, Steve, it was four and a half feet high of moisture. With In the infrared. wall. In the wall. It was actually, you know, my moisture meter pegged all the way out, all the way across this exterior wall and around to the front. But not oh, a four humidifier. and. Not a humidifier, right? No. No, it's like one of those older, like, ion machines that are, like, maybe a foot square almost, you know, that you've got to change the filter on everything. You know, years ago, I used to have one of those when I lived in my other house. Mm -hmm. But I have to tell you, the smell that we walked in there with that ion machine was so strong. Mine never smelled that strong. See, they had that thing cranked all the way up to fight the, the actual visible mold and mildew that was actually on that drywall. Well, I mean, the black staining was there. It's just it was they had treated that air for so long that I didn't I did not know that was going on yeah. when I got to the got to the yeah. place. So I still had to yeah. do my air samples, and I knew I'd get a you know a false false negative. Yeah. You know, thinking about that for a minute, you know, goes very much into to with something that obviously Linda's expertise is that if you don't have a, a an organized 
clear garage and you've got all this stuff in there and you don't know what to do with it or maybe you don't maybe you just lack the motivation to to have a sale you know that's another thing too people just leave it the way it is because they like to bury their head in the sand but you could have you could have water mold issues in a garage with all your stacked stuff in it not and to mention termite tubes, and termite tubes, tubes come right, right up into yeah. the furniture if you're storing furniture in the garage that's a nice, you know, come and get it to the termites. You mm. come take a uh, take right. a chomp. As I said, uh, having a garage sale is cathartic, and it helps free up your mind and your heart. So yeah, helps absolutely. free up but your like, house. But like this site I was talking about, the this this gentleman is in having denial that it would be so bad in just one place and not the rest, and that that is the problem. Is this ionization machine that creates free ions, so you don't smell it? Yeah, but it's still there. But it's still there. These ions actually attached to it, and you breathe it in, and it actually makes it worse. Well, on the other hand, too, it's like a lot, if you have it not just in a business but in your home and you don't realize it. You know, a lot of people, they turn around, they have like um, we're going to be doing a, a bathroom remodel starting on Monday, and the upstairs bathroom, they're, they're thinking that they have a leak because they had watermarks on the ceiling in the bathroom below. But, you know, the, 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 we don't know how long it's been going on upstairs. It's not leaking from the supply line. We think that every time they flush it, it could be a wax ring that's leaking and the water's getting down between the tile and the substrate. So, you know, once we pull that toilet off, for all I know, and this has happened before, where the substrate on the second floor has gotten so deteriorated, it's got a lot of flex to it. So oh that this way, you know, we'd have to wind up surgically removing a section of floor and rebuilding it and put it all back together. So, you know, you can have stuff in your home and not know it and feel sick and never come across, think that it could be mold, you know. And that's why I did a wall sample on that one, and I almost got a tip of a couple things, but it was so masked, uh, you couldn't get through through it all. Yeah. It's just it's just pretty amazing. So you've got to be so you have to be careful what you're going to you know use these over the counter products to be able to make the air smell better when you actually should be repairing the problem because yeah, mold, be mold okay. is dangerous. Right. Don't mess with it. All right, ladies again, thank you so much for thank being you. here, and uh, we'll definitely have you back. And we also want to thank all our listeners for tuning in today. We've got a lot more things coming your way. And, and again, you know, February's right around the corner, and you know, our good friends on the East Coast, hopefully, uh, you know, they'll get through that sea and that groundhog in six more weeks of winter mm-hmm. in two weeks. So hopefully, spring will come quickly, and hope they have a safe weekend because of the horrendous weather they got coming. And we're going to have a great sports weekend. Obviously, you know, the football game tomorrow night, we're going to be watching that. So uh, thanks once again. And remember, if you ever, ever thought about not listening to this program, resistance is futile. We'll see you next week. You're a great American. I love you.